0: everybody welcome back to another episode of don't remind me with Sam and Josie on this week's episode episode number three we are talking about kairos if you don't know what that weird word means it means a retreat that Catholic school students go to in high school
1: yes this coming-of-age retreat is meant to transform your life transform your relationships we question whether that actually happens we revisit some fun memories and activities we had on this experience but also some pretty dark ones and reasons for why this retreat shouldn't be a thing so even if you're not catholic or had a catholic high school experience sit tight we share fun things it's a good one
0: yes enjoy the episode
1: welcome back to don't remind me with sam and josie episode number three Yes, number three. What are we talking about today, Sam?
0: Today we are talking about a little thing called Kairos. Kairos. <laughs> 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 um,
1: so, for those of you who aren't aware of Kairos, and we know this is a very specific topic, but it's something that we wanted to talk about. And I also feel that it's one of the conversations that we had a couple months ago that kind of started the idea for this podcast, I feel. And Kairos is a religious retreat, um, a Catholic religious retreat specifically, and you go on it, I would say sometime around high school. That seems to be the average. Uh, As mentioned before in previous episodes, Sam and I both went to a Catholic high school, so um, we got to go on it our senior year. And how would you describe Kairos
0: Sam? I don't know if you want to ask me that question. <laughs> uh-huh. So, I mean, if if I'm being kind about it, it's a uh, it's a 3-day retreat where you don't have to go to class. <laughs> oh yeah, even though it's partially on the weekend. <laughs> it's partly on the weekend, but yeah. Um yeah, how would I describe Kairos? Um it's very cult-like, but that's fine. Yes. It's fine. It, it was a good experience. Not all cults are bad. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm also very, like, jaded ex-Catholic, as most of you that know me have probably gathered. Um, but I don't know. Kairos was not bad. I don't think it was bad for me. Um, you know, I just kind of had a flatline experience at Kairos, but you know,
1: <laughs> flatline experience? Oh my goodness. Okay.
0: Well, before we get into that, I would like to say
1: that it is meant to be this time for people to, to kind of connect with themselves, to connect to others and to connect with God or Jesus, God, Jesus, both, you know, um, <laughs> and the Holy Ghost does not forget the Holy Spirit up in here. So it is meant to be this time of reflection. And I know that depending on the school that you want to, or maybe, you know, depending on the church, they were, they are ran pretty differently. Um, and recently, actually, there is a film on Netflix called Yes, God, Yes, and Sam and I recently watched it and we took several notes on it because a big theme of the of the film is that these high school students go on Kairos. The movie was a bit extreme, but there were a couple highlights that kind of brought us back to to our Kairos experience. And I'm sure we'll mention them throughout the episode.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, and I mean it's not Kairos' fault that I didn't <laughs> it's that I didn't have like the life-changing experience. I just I didn't have the emotional maturity to really appreciate what was going on. And I feel extra bad telling this to Josie because Josie was a group leader on Kairos. And it wasn't your fault, Josie. It's just me. More
1: specifically, within Kairos, obviously there is like the religious leader at the school, or I'm assuming at the church that kind of organizes all of this. And in part, they also go ahead and select uh retreat leaders. Um, in our case, it was one of the the priests at the school, and he chose, I think it was like between like five or six different leaders, um, and we'll get into their roles a little bit later on. And Each leader will have, will give like a different speech um, uh, depending on the day and they'll go ahead and share an experience about their life or, you know, talk about maybe a challenge that they've overcome and they also lead the small groups. And in my case, I got to lead Sam's small group. (laughs) Um, Best small group ever. Hey, I tried, Sam. I tried. And now you're telling me it was a bad experience for you.
0: No, I'm kidding. No, An emotion did. emotionless experience for you. I was emotionally vacant vacant <laughs> emotionally vacant as a 17-year-old.
1: It was, I mean, it, it's a tough experience. I mean, I got I went to three Kairos, I went to one my junior year of high school. And that was when I was in training to be a retreat leader. And then I went to the two our senior year. And that's when I was the, the retreat leader. So it's definitely it's, it's challenging, trying to manage some of the emotions and dialogues and I, looking back at it. Um, Just to, I guess, maybe give you an idea, my theme or my speech during Kairos, my senior year, was why we are here, right? And I had to talk about, I had to share like a personal story or something like that. And for me, it was mostly like, and I'm sharing this now because obviously it's my story. I feel comfortable sharing it. It was mostly about, you know, like the pressure of high school and like overworking yourself and trying to, you know be this perfect student and stuff like that and how like it ended up affecting me in terms of me getting like burnt out and you know just not feeling that great sometimes right and then every leader has a song and the song kind of goes with whatever whatever theme they have for their speech um so my song was who we are by lifehouse and it's hilarious because i actually haven't heard this song since uh since that time we last played it at kairos i'm sure it's somewhere in my ipod but i have not heard that song um and then during that time you know students would kind of journal as they were listening to the song and reflect on what this leader had said and you know uh, answer the question that the leader had posed and it was always kind of like what do you want to get out of kairos or what you know describe your relationship with god it really depended on the on the theme of the of the speech and then we would break up into small groups and i think during the small groups is when you know a lot of the more difficult conversations happen sometimes and looking back at it as a teenager I was no way like no way shape form prepared to deal with some of the conversations that took place which is one of the things that I kind of find problematic about (laughs) (laughs) Kairos.
0: Yeah man just tell all your dark secrets to one of your peers. Exactly or a
1: group of your peers and sometimes there were things that were said that were I would say maybe like on the lighter end you know just pressures with being a teenager pressures of not knowing what college you're going to if you even want to go to college you know and then there were a lot of darker themes that, that people would share that you know I won't get into but just kind of to make an example from the movie and I hope this isn't a spoiler for the movie if you haven't watched it but one of the leaders there was mentioning how you know she was kind of ostracized by her family and how like you know that was very challenging for her and another one was talking in in the small group scene someone's talking about how their grandmother or grandparent I can't remember it was grandma or grandpa but um how they had passed and like how much that had you know affected them and as well you know i think even though those are very heavy and difficult topics to discuss you know there were heavier darker topics unfortunately that were brought up you know and challenges that individuals face as as teenagers um or growing up and it's just hard hearing these things from people that you don't expect to hear these things from and i think at that point in your life you're just so naive on so many things and it's like, what do I tell someone when they say something like this, you know, and I think for the most part, they were managed as best as they could be managed, but, but it was hard, and I I don't know, what, what's, what's your take on this, Sam?
0: <laughs> yeah, so, um, I kept hearing that, like, you know, when you go on Kairos, you're going to cry, so my dumbass took that as a challenge, and I was like, oh, you think I'm going to cry on Kairos? That's cute. No one makes Sam cry. <laughs> and I did not cry on Kairos. I don't know. Um, I you out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I should have been out. <laughs> You're going to cry, Sam. Boom. <laughs> yeah, but that's like also just a huge exercise in trust. Like, you know, the faculty and the organizers were just like completely trusting that you know, all the peers and all the fellow students were just going to take this information and, like, be chill about it because there's so much potential for people to get, like, really, like, mean about, you know, like, having information on people. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so especially when they're, like, 16, 17, you know, Mm -hmm. Um. but yeah, I don't know, huge exercise in trust, and I just feel like everyone kind of had that unspoken agreement from the start which was interesting that, like, we're all going to respect each other here. And I don't know if it's because Kairos was, like, super hyped up throughout the year, like, it's supposed to be this life-changing thing where everybody, you know, gets together and gets to know each other more intimately, and then, you know, you're supposed to live your life, like, carrying that air of Kairos with you. But yeah, uh, definitely a gamble there, (laughs) like, having children disclose terrible things about themselves.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I don't think it's necessarily, like, at least, like, thinking in terms of the movie, it was very intentional in them trying to bring, like, you know, these difficult stories to the light and for people to share and for people to connect, and I, I, I mean, at least I, you can, you can chime in and, you know, talk about your experience as, like, someone who was, you know, in in the small group, but I think, like, as a leader, I didn't really try to do that it was just kind of like you know let's just have a conversation and you know make make it whatever you want to make it you know um i don't think i ever tried to maybe pull something out of anyone or you know like oh we have to connect you have to tell me whatever you know blah blah blah, or anything like that and um and when, you know, when we went on this retreat, at least, it was a very interesting point in our lives because we were in this transition phase, you know, we were seniors in high school, we're getting ready for prom, we're getting ready for this next stage in our life and um, So it really, it, it, it really puts you in a, in a tough situation, I feel, in terms of your identity and even, you know, if, if you are religious you know it maybe makes you question your your relationship with God and you know it could really have uh an impact there for some people so as Sam mentioned we had three days of chirals and Thursday was more of like the welcome I would say and um I guess like a, a big theme for that was my life is a blessing your life is a blessing Sam okay <laughs> my life is a blessing and I, I guess that we should put Uh, we should mention some of the Kairos uh, rules, one of them being clocks are covered because you're on God's time. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And that was kind of funny because the priest would define the amount of time that we had with like hand gestures and people would say like, is it a foot long? Is it a six inch? Cause he would just kind of like move his hands throughout space to kind of define how much time we had between activities.
0: Yeah. It's like when you're trying to like explain how big of a fish you caught, it's like that motion with your hands mittened out. And then he would like shrink the space or like widen the space. And I don't know how any of us made it to anything on time, but <laughs> we all did. I don't know. Maybe that's the magic of Kairos. Was, no, Sam, the leaders had their phones. We knew what time it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to keep your phone.
1: Oh, okay. yes. So speaking of phones, um we for the first two Kairos that I was on, we all students kept their phones. And for the second one, we kind of noticed that students were a little bit distracted from some of the activities and from participating um in the different like icebreakers and whatnot because of their phones so I know for the for the third one we took everyone's phone at the start and uh, gave it back at the end of the night and the following day we the following two days I should say we made it optional for students to turn in their phones if they wanted to and I was pleasantly surprised that about like 85-90% of the students turned over their phones just because you know and, and keep in mind this is back in like Two thousand and nine two thousand and ten people liked feeling disconnected from their phones. Um, I think it was more so that versus like diving into this experience, um, so just you know I mean back then we didn't really have the app and the developed phones that we have now, but people appreciated being disconnected from their phones um, and also hashtag god's time, as we said
0: <laughs> yeah and, I, I definitely appreciated not having a phone um yeah I mean like now if I had to give up my phone I would I would fucking kill somebody (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sam we're working on being calm and creating a relationship with yourself not killing people okay (laughs) don't touch my phone I will stab you no um yeah and then we would go into our like I mentioned our, our our um our speeches, our journaling, along with the songs, and then our icebreakers. And one of our icebreakers was um, we have like a bowl of M&M's and people had to take like M&M's. They As a leader, we knew, but the people in our small group didn't. But you know, you would take a bunch of M&M's. And then each M&M corresponded to a topic. So every time you ate one, if it was like orange, you had to talk about your family. If it was red, you had to talk about um, romance. Ooh, scandalous for a teenager. Um, Green, you talked about sports and things like that, you know, so just to kind of get the conversation going with that.
0: What happens if you just like ate all of them at one time? You just have to
1: spit out all of your secrets and, life (laughs) stories, like, all of them. They just all, like, automatically, through the power of God, just, like, vomit out of you. (laughs) That's what happens, because you're on God's time, Sam, okay?
0: Anything can happen on God's time. Anything can happen.
1: Um, And, yeah, that was kind of, like, the day, and then, you know, throughout uh the rest of or like the rest of the activities were you uh having time in the chapel for reflection, more speeches, more journaling, the more small group activities um and I think the first big event of the night was the candle lighting um experience oh. known as reconciliation dun, dun
0: dun! that was a doozy
1: do you want to explain that for, for the listeners, Sam?
0: Okay, so I'm, my memory is the worst thing on the planet. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so like, I don't know, I only remember bits and pieces from Kairos, Josie, you were amazing, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not, I love how you're like,
1: I did not cry, um, blah, blah, blah. Like all these negative things that you're like,
0: I don't really remember, but Josie, you were great. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm like thinking about my general attitude right now. And I'm like, why did I even go on this retreat? But I mean, I don't know. I liked it. It was fun. Um, So anyway, the candle lighting was not fun. It was very serious. Um, So we turned off all the lights. And then everyone had to sit on one end of the room. And then there was a big candle holder, Uh, I think. Was it like a box with sand in it? (laughs) Something and then you, stuck it was, yeah. Okay, so then you stuck your candle in it. So we all had these like unlit candles, and then one by one, uh, you would just walk up to the candle holder in the center of the room, um, light your candle, say who you're lighting it for, and then I don't know if we were, if, if part of it was to walk t- to the other side of the room, but somebody started doing that, and then everyone else just did it too um
1: that was the goal you had to move from okay one side to the next yeah it
0: was just some weird like unspoken thing that just you know happened but anyway so yeah mm-hmm. that was the that's what the candle lighting thing was supposed to be I think I think that was it right um yeah people just started like talking about you know everything terrible in their lives I don't know I was more weirded out than anything but I don't know I have empathy now now, now, now,
1: <laughs> 10 years after the event, you have empathy, Sam.
0: <laughs> I learned how to be a human since, but yeah, oh. it's just like looking around, like this is kind of fucked up. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> yeah, so, so the intention
1: with that was for um, people to like light the candle and dedicate it to, to someone um, or, you know, for it to symbolize something. And then you, you would put it, you would light it, put it down and go to the other side of the room. And once again, like this, this was a, a moment where a lot of people openly to the group shared some very difficult um, experiences, things that, you know, at the end of the day, you had a room of like 40 teenagers just crying. And then you also well, have to- Well, it's
0: 39
1: yeah never mind <laughs> <laughs> full of teenagers and sam crying and um and you also have to think that obviously not everyone maybe shares a a very like complicated story or whatever but A lot of people, when they would say things, it could have been triggering to others. There would be people, you know, either who had already lit their candle or waiting to light their candle, who were just in full blown tears. So, you know, it was also triggering to others. And at, at the end of the day, like, I think at the time, there was like a sense of relief for some of these people, because maybe it was the first time they were able to like, let it out and they felt like this was a a safe space for them to do so. But at the same time, a lot of these things were 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 based on trauma at times and um and I just don't feel that, you know, as students, we were in any way, shape or form qualified to, to handle some of these things, you know, I just remember people holding each other, hugging each other, you know, things like that. And I also the religious leaders that we had bless them, but they also, in my opinion, weren't qualified to handle some of these things, especially more some of the more triggering things. And it just kind of makes me like looking back at it now as an adult, I, I'm just, I, 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 I'm I, like, this shouldn't be happening, at least not in this scenario, because as much as like a as a liberating event as it may feel because you know you're crying you're letting it out for the first time maybe whatever it is that you know you've you've held on to but at the same time it's like what consequences does that does this have. Um, and what you know where do you go from there it's not. I think in the moment people may find it, like I said, really like a a sense of relief or a sense of healing, but it's like for many of these things, it's something that's going to take years of therapy, maybe, um, different sorts of, um, of exercises to overcome some of these things. So it's very challenging. And I just, I don't feel that, the setting at least that we were in was the best setting for some of these conversations to happen because there wasn't the formal or the um, experienced individuals who would handle this these type of c- scenarios.
0: Right. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it's another weird thing because the exercise was just to say who you're lighting a candle for and then walk the other side of the room. But then, like, I don't know if that was just something that our group got blindsided with, just everyone outpouring their traumas during this exercise that was only supposed to be just lighting a candle and walking away. Um, But, yeah, I mean, they should definitely consider having, like, a mental health professional on staff because even so, like, if you re-trigger somebody and they're not in a good headspace to begin with, I mean, you're putting your students in danger, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. And I mean, at least everyone had, um everyone had a roommate, you know, so no one was like sleeping by themselves or anything like that. Um, But it's just, like you said, having professionals there. And I also don't want to say like everyone had like some dark story to share oh, or anything yeah. like that. You know, there were things on the lighter end, you know, and I mean, not to take away from anyone's story or anyone who shared that day, but, you know. Um,
0: and, and I everyone, will. No. Did, it did the assignment wrong. No, <laughs> Sam.
1: Oh, my God. No. Um, But I will say there were people who would, like, light a candle for their friend because their friend was a really great person or, you know, X, Y, and Z. So there were lighter things, but obviously there were moments where people would you know, let go of things that they had held on to that were um just, you know, it, what response do you have to that as a teenager? You know, you're trying to figure your own shit out and it's it's hard. But I think that to kind of wrap this up, um, the best part was that right after all the crying, all the tissues, all the all the trauma, all of that,
0: <laughs> you got to have pizza at the end of the night. <laughs> and that's like a life lesson that's that still stands is that pizza makes everything better
1: it really does so we we got we wrapped up the the night with pizza and that was our first day of kairos and the second one was pretty much filled with the same activities as the first you know uh speeches journaling and all of that um and then we got to go on the trust walk <gasps> Um, that was pretty fun. Uh, I I mean, I think the name kind of says it. You had to partner up. I, I don't remember how we partnered up, but um, I think, I, I don't know. It was always about trying to meet people that you hadn't spoken to before. Um, so, and then one person would get a blindfold, then the other one would lead them and, you know.
0: I liked the trust walk. Do you the remember trust- who your partner was? No, I was blindfolded.
1: (laughs) But I think you were supposed to take turns, Sam. You didn't follow instructions.
0: Ah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember who my partner was, but I remember liking the trust walk. I thought it was really funny. It was fun. It was really funny. Sam, Jesus. Well, we, like, got to go outside, and it's just kind of funny, like, trying to navigate your partner around other people or, like, get them out of, like, a puddle or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and keep in mind that our retreat site was, like, out in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, and we were just surrounded by, like, the forest. So, literally, axe murder could have been out there. John Wayne Gacy! John Wayne Gacy! (laughs) He makes an appearance in our third episode. We can't (laughs) let him go.
0: Yes. He's our special guest every episode now. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And
1: then what different groups had different activities and tasks. I know our small group had the gospel skit.
0: So there was like a, there was like a service or something. And then like different groups were assigned different things. Like one person or like one group would do intentions. One group would do like a reading. And then yeah, our group got assigned a skit. Hells list. yeah, I
1: made sure we had the coolest thing on that list.
0: <laughs> I love like forced educational skits. They're just like so funny. I don't know. They're really great. We had a
1: talented group though. I, I think that um, I made sure to always have the skit. And I remember the first time I went to Kairos as a participant, I my group did the skit. And I think it's the best one out of all those activities. Um, and we had a lot of fun with it. I think
0: um you had the, well you had two drama kids in there so we had three didn't we technically three three yeah so you got yeah. like, the best of the best Josie
1: I really did I was like come on guys we gotta bring it this is where we leave it all on the stage <laughs> <laughs> or on the altar I should say because we had to perform it
0: in front of the chapel but
1: <laughs> and then um you were mentioning there was someone who kept um interrupting the skit
0: yes yeah, someone that was trying to be funny and he kept, like, every time he went to deliver his line, he would, like, change it to something, like, really stupid. I don't know. But, I mean, it was funny the first five times he did it. And then a the first five. They were like, dude, just focus. And it was funny, too, because literally he had a script. Like, it was just, just
1: read the script. That's all you need to do. No, he was doing it on purpose. Uh, for sure. He was. Yes. And like you said, it was funny the first five times, but then we were running out of God's time and it was not funny <laughs> after that. So I would say that the, the big event for Saturday's uh, Kairos was the letters.
0: The letters. I also liked the letters. Okay. Like there were things I liked about Kairos.
1: Okay, Sam, what did you like about the letters? Tell us about that.
0: Um okay so the letters was a fun experience. So we went into this one room in the retreat center and I think it was everybody, right? Like the whole Yeah, everyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like the whole 40 of us or whatever. And then uh there were these big envelopes in the room on a table and I think did they have our names on them? Yes, they did. So uh you would walk in and then there would be envelopes with your name on them and they were huge, like really stuffed, really big envelopes. Um And then you'd open them up and surprise, surprise, all of your friends and family wrote you nice little letters for your retreat telling you how awesome you are. Um, Yeah, so that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Again, people were crying and I was like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Had I known Sam, I would have gone over and just like kicked you and been like,
1: cry Sam, cry. Yeah, just resulting, um,
0: resorting to physical force. (laughs)
1: exactly it's like sam i'm gonna make you cry um
0: in all fairness i thought it was really funny so i don't know my letters were just really goofy at my my family's really goofy So like i opened up the one from my dad and then he wrote dear sam i wrote this letter because that stupid priest guy made me (laughs) (laughs) which is valid i mean (laughs) yeah but then then it got nice but yeah i don't know that's just the general tone of what my letter time was like but yeah they were really nice they're really sweet like your friends that had been on the retreat before you would like write you a letter i got letters from like aunts uncles cousins um oh nice uh, it was just such a really nice thing to feel validated by the people around you saying like hey you're doing okay you're going to be okay or you're going to be okay maybe everyone just told me sam you're okay <laughs> <laughs> you're not great you're just you're, you're okay
1: yeah you're you're fine i think um yeah yeah and that was like the whole purpose um i know that a couple of weeks before the before the retreat you know letters do get sent do get sent out to the families and you know they ask the parents to keep this a secret but some people know about it or some people from you know previous kairos um talk about it but I, I think it was a really great experience in terms of like i mean i at least From the people that I knew, once again, received pretty positive letters from family. You know, letting them know how much they were loved, appreciated, um, and how you said, you know, how you're, you're you're great, you're gonna do great things. You know, and I think as a teenager, when you're having all these weird feelings, especially in this retreat, and it kind of feels like you're like in an alternate universe for a bit because you know the whole thing, not having access to knowing what time it is or what's gonna happen next. You know, so. I think it's a really reassuring thing. Um, and you get to write letters to people. And once again, it's kind of I know um, some of you know, I, I wrote letters to a couple of people, you know, expressing how brave they were in sharing their stories and how much I admired them, and you know, things like that. so um, maybe oh, right.
0: I- so yeah, so when you were finished uh, reading all of your letters, uh, they had like paper and pens out where you could write letters to each other
1: yeah and then write letters to like the faculty and then if you wanted to write back letters to like your family and um and friends uh and then they would mail them out for you um which was really nice um it's like you need a stamp sam you need a stamp you can't mail this without a stamp no they provided the stamp for you and
0: the holy water um i I cried when they wouldn't give me a stamp
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was your breaking point (laughs) um But I think Sam and I wanted to kind of share the letters we wrote to each other.
0: Yes, we wrote letters to each other. Should we do that? Should we share our letters? I think so.
1: Okay, you can go first.
0: Okay, so I got a letter from Josie. It was addressed to Sam Bam, which Uh is a nickname that I really like. It makes me feel special. Okay, so Josie wrote to me Sam Bam, hi Sam, I hope you've enjoyed your Kairos experience so far. I wanted to thank you for having been such a great member a great member of our group and a friend. You are a naturally loving person. Oh, thanks. You never <laughs> failed to put a smile on my face in APUSH. APUSH was like the AP history class. Uh god knows how horrible that class is. <laughs> <laughs> also, you are probably one of the most sincere real real is in all caps and underlined three times. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice person I know. Thanks for sharing your story in our group. I want you to know you're a beautiful person on the inside and out. It really meant a lot that you were able to share your story with me. If you ever need anything, let me know. I don't remember what story I told, but I'm glad that you appreciated it. Um, Anyway, I know you
1: remember what story you told,
0: but I will not share it on this podcast. But I do remember. We'll have to talk about that later. Maybe I'll try. It's, it's, it's
1: uh, it, if you pay for our Patreon, we will get the full <laughs> scoop. No, I'm kidding. We don't have a Patreon, guys. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm
0: find out my deep, dark secret. If you follow our Patreon, you can watch me cry. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, where am I here? If you ever need anything, let me know. I know we aren't the best of friends, <gasps> but I would <laughs> like... But I would like for our friendship to go beyond Kairos. Look at us now. Then she says, guess what? College is right around the corner. I hope our friendship goes past then until forever. I wish you the best for next year. I know you'll do great. I know you'll do great. (laughs) I'm saying that really weird. I know you'll do great. Don't ever stop being you. And then you just wrote a bunch of, like, affirming words in all caps. And (laughs) it says, SMART. Sweet, caring, outgoing, positive, and always remember doodles and poodles, which yes. is our, which is our unofficial group name, yes, I, I
1: forgot about that. each group had to have a, a name for themselves, and ours was doodles and poodles um, okay, one, I'm happy that you know we're we seem to be on track for being friends forever. <laughs> all here like Sam I hope you're having a great experience and like 10 years later I find out you were like eh it was okay like <laughs> thanks Sam really reassuring for your to your Kairos uh group leader how rude
0: you did great I wasn't <laughs> I was unreachable you did a good job <laughs>
1: <laughs> I connected to you <laughs> okay are you ready to hear what you wrote me I think so oh man okay, okay. It's a tough one, no I'm kidding. Uh dear Josie, I never really talked to you before, but I just want to say that you are so great at talking to people and making them comfortable. Yes, score and <laughs> make them comfortable. I remember walking into Apush or AP US history class, kind of nervous because I barely knew anybody in the room. I remember you were the first person to say hi to me, and that just made me feel so relieved that somebody made an effort to make me feel at home. Oh, Sam, I made you feel at home. Yeah. You are incredibly sweet, and I know Doodles and Poodles is going to miss you. You're a great prime minister. A great prime minister? I <laughs> wasn't a, a prime minister. And then you put LOL. <laughs> is that like just a joke I had with myself? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I was a a peer minister i think but not the prime minister (laughs) much love sam bam oh that was sweet you know what i just realized that when i think we shared this a little bit i think that we shared this in our first episode how when you were um your first day at gordon or when you know you were doing orientation i like said hi to you and like i took your picture and all these things and I guess at the time you thought I was very nice and welcoming. And now the second time our encounter in this AP history class, once again, I'm over here like, hey, you know,
0: making you feel at home. (laughs) (laughs) You're the prime minister of my heart.
1: (laughs) I am. (laughs) I rule it all. Um, But yeah, I I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, uh, before doing this episode, we were kind of going through you know, one of our assignments, I say, we should say, was, like, looking through the letters, and I think it was very sweet, and just reading through a couple of them really brought me back, and um, it, it it gives you a warm feeling, I feel.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, some of the letters were really nice, as, you know, I got letters from peers that I wasn't expecting to get letters from. Exactly. Yeah, so it's a good time, um, and then I think, Josie, you said something about a sheet, a Um, where people would fill in characteristics about you? Yeah, so this was one of
1: the activities for the last day. Um, It was called the GT, or High School Board and Tech, Cairo's affirmation hand and it was an outline of a hand and you had to pass it around to the members of your small group and they had to write things about you um and i i found mine and i am cracking up because someone wrote on one of the fingers motherly compassionate <laughs> and that just cracked me up i'm like oh my god okay i guess i am motherly maybe possibly um, and I also want to highlight some of the, uh, comments from, or like some of the, uh, some quotes from different letters. Um, and please know that w- w- looking back at these, we, we look, we, we say these things with like a lot of love and appreciation to whoever wrote these letters, but, um, these really cracked me up when I was reading through them. Um, the first one is, after this Kairos, I think you're a great girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Before, you can eat shit. Exactly. That Um, cracked me
1: up. Um, Sam, do you have any letters like that?
0: um, Yeah, I had a few like that. Um, So I know we keep talking about our AP history class. So I guess uh, the running theme for my letters was that I was funny in our AP history class. And I was helping a lot of people get through the horrible, horrible teacher uh, that taught AP history. Um, I don't, I don't fault this teacher. I don't know. They were cranky, but also I just think they were unhappy. I don't know. Said some mean things about that person, but I hope they're doing okay. They were um, a complicated adult. We'll say yes. that. Yes, yes, yes. And now being a complicated adult, I.
1: <laughs> oh my God! We t- we're we're that person now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So here's like one letter from somebody, um dear Sam. Some days, hearing your sarcastic comments get me through a push. And um, then another letter, like said something similar too about like you know hating this teacher. uh But this one kind of ended fun. P.S. Your Poland shirt kicks ass. Smiley face. I guess I wore a Polish shirt.
1: Oh my God! That's so funny. I kind of remember
0: it. I think. Oh I my God. I don't remember that. I th- I mean I've had a couple like Polish eagle shirts throughout my yes. life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I think that's
0: the flag, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. flag. Sh- showing off your uh, Polish pride.
0: Yes. Um also we both got letters from one of the faculty members that I really enjoyed reading out loud. Okay, so we both got letters from this faculty member. Um So I'm going to go and I'm pretty sure that he just like had a template and then he like found out very little information about each student that he wrote to and just the template. Um, And that just makes me laugh. I mean, it was really, really nice that, you know, he even made the effort to write letters to everybody going. Definitely. It just cracks me up. So here it is. Uh, Hi, Samantha. I see you are also involved in improv, the drama club, and the NHS. Kudos to you. Have you ever been to Second City and seen their skits? I have been there many times, and the skits are very funny. Do you plan to continue in improv and drama? You will do very well. Good luck in college. I know you will do very well. And I am proud of you and the God-given talents that you have.
1: Well, that was a really sweet letter he wrote you. And (laughs) I will have to say that he definitely did have a template because while I was reading through my letters, um, and keep in mind, this is the first time I've done it. I'm reading these letters since high school. Um, I realized that the letter he wrote me in November was basically the same letter that he wrote me in the spring. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it was it was hilarious. Um, I I I would like to read a a couple lines from his letter. Okay. Oh, um, now, please. wow! Again, you are totally involved in the school. Uh, huh. You didn't mention your computer skills. <laughs> your computer skills. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was pretty funny because um. He, he had, this was sometime during the year that he had to transfer over some um, files from, I think it was like floppy disk, if anyone remembers those. And we transferred them over, for, uh, I can't remember if it was like onto a hard drive or uh, CDs. And he was like so happy that we were able to retrieve that for him in my computer class. And so, but I just think it's so funny. He's like, hey, you didn't mention your computer skills. <laughs> And I think I'd like to highlight just a couple more or just like two more letters. This one um, is from one of our uh, one of our classmates. Never really talked to you. Never really knew your story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I thought I thought that was kind of funny, Um, but there seemed there were a lot of those or that was a a theme within a lot of other letters. And um, I think you got a couple of these too. Call me anytime. And then people would put their phone numbers.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. We should start calling those phone numbers. Like, we
1: should. We'll call them right now.
0: Surprise guest spot on uh Don't Remind Me.
1: Exactly. Hey you, you're live right now on our podcast. Do you remember when you told me to call you at any time?
0: <laughs> the time is now. It's not God's
1: time. It's Sam and Josie time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I think that, you know, looking back on these letters, it's, you know, there's a lot of warm, happy feelings, but at the same time, there's a couple of sad ones just because there's definitely people that, you know, I got, I got letters from, or I'm, I wrote letters to that at the time we were, we were close and that doesn't seem to be the case right now, but kind of going back to, um, a theme in, in our high school reunion episode, life happened and, you know, it just, you know, we lived our lives, and it just happened, and we grew apart, and that's it, um, no dark, deep secrets there, or are there, Sam, dun, dun, dun.
0: Oh, I'll, never <laughs> I'll never tell on Kairos,
1: um, you know what else I just remembered, actually, uh, we had secret
0: angels, kind of like a secret Santa, oh, yeah, yeah so i was kind of mad about my secret angel (laughs) why well okay first let's let's describe what the secret angel was okay so secret angel was basically secret santa so before kairos before we all got on the buses and went to the retreat spot we um were we had to draw names from a hat And then whatever name you got was your secret angel. So you would have to give this person a gift. I think there was like maybe a $10 limit or something like that. And then Mm -hmm. you would just, um, you know, try to find out a little bit more about them before going on the retreat. And then you would give them a gift. Uh, Yeah. So I remember I got someone and I did not know this person like at all. So I was just trying and they were kind of like a tough person to crack. I don't know. So anyway, I was just asking around, being like, hey, what is this person like? I have no idea. And then um, someone told me they really liked ninja turtles. Oh. So like, That's fantastic. So I went and I, you know, was looking for, like, ninja turtle things to get for this person. And um, I ended up getting a little plush turtle. And then I, like, yeah. And then I put a little mask on it. And I was like, cool. This is, like, I couldn't find a ninja turtle, but it's a turtle. And then we get to Kairos and we're doing the secret angel thing. Um, so I think the way that it went is one person would go, give gift their gift to the person, and then the person who received a gift would gift their person. So it was just yeah. a nice flow of gift exchange. Okay. Um, yes. So I gave my gift to this person. I was like really proud of myself for being crafty and making a ninja turtle when I couldn't find one. They did not even say thank you. I was like, oh. Uh, and then I don't know. That person was my sworn enemy from that day out. I mean, they were not my sworn enemy, but I was like. But was they kind of were. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that was kind of shitty. I don't give a fuck about you anymore.
1: <laughs> so. Damn. So much for getting together and becoming friends. Yeah, no, that person was not having it. <laughs> I remember two out of my three secret angels. And um Yeah, I mean, that's all I have. I really don't. There was a $10 limit, but I think everyone kind of did like a $20, $25 limit because you can barely get anything with $10 done. And now I think Um, And I will say, just because I can't remember who the third person I got was, but I will say that for sure. Two of the people I did um, Get to know more and get closer to which is kind of the goal of the activity. and then I'm trying to think back at who got me. I, rem- I also remember two of the people who got me, but I don't remember the third. So I think that's kind of a little interesting thing there. Why did I block out those people? Maybe because they're also my sworn enemy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, so that to wrap it all up, that was Friday and then
0: Saturday or last day of the retreat. Can you believe we've arrived to the end, Sam? Oh, it's a long three days. Actually, it was not a long three days. I think my favorite part was like the antics that happened in the night, you know, when we were done doing retreat stuff. I remember there yeah. there was um people were mattress racing down the hallway. <laughs> yes, there was uh wrestling going
1: on in a couple of them. Um, and then I know we were encouraged to bring games. So I remember someone brought like apples to apples and, you know, we, we got to play a couple board games here and there during our free time
0: um yeah that was fun i also remember these two people that were rooming together they kept knocking on everyone's doors and saying hey do you have a picture of a boat in your room and then when you turned around to look they would just like fly into your room and trash your room
1: <laughs> oh yeah there was some room trashing <laughs> that was such a good in like do you have a picture of a boat in your room <laughs> <laughs> you're like wait what what's going on do i <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, no, there are definitely a lot of like fun little things that happened during the time when we weren't doing retreat activities. That's the stuff I liked. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a lot of pictures of that because I remember back in the day we would like document everything we did. Um, So I do have compromising pictures of people on Kairos that <laughs> will not that were posted on Facebook at one time but have now been privated to uh to or had made been made private um on there but um but yeah it was a lot of fun i think that other than the moments that were a little bit difficult and challenging that none of us were equipped to handle I I think it was fun. I mean it was a weekend we were away from our parents um we you know we were out in this in the middle of nowhere oh I remember oh no this was a different retreat that we had. Never mind. Oop <laughs> we had a retreat sophomore year and I just remember there was like a little lake at the site that we went to similar to to this one out in the middle of nowhere and one of our classmates found a boat got on the boat and went out into the middle of the lake what? <laughs> yeah and we were out we just kept calling this person back because we were like oh my god they're gonna call us back any minute how the hell are we gonna get him away from the middle and then i don't think that the boat had a paddle i, I don't remember there it was, it was a wild time, honestly, oh but my that, was, God. that was not Kairos. That was another religious retreat that we went on, but that was a one day trip. It wasn't anything um, <laughs> that compares to the Kairos, but, um, but yeah, I, I think it was a lot of fun looking back at it and hanging out with your friends. And, you know, we were all in our PJs basically, and, you know, had all these blankets and, and it was, it was fun, I think. Yeah. Um, So then on Saturday, uh, I would say that the big theme of, for the big event that day was Living the Fourth. Live the Fourth. Yes, or Live the Fourth, not Living the Fourth. <laughs> living the fourth. Well, it, so you, yeah, that works. Yeah, that works. So, what was Living the Fourth, Sam, or Live the
0: Fourth, I should say? Living the Fourth is um, you're supposed to live every day just how you feel on the last day of Kairos.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a promise that you make to yourself while you're sitting in the chapel and you say this is gonna be my fourth and how I plan on continuing on. And to be honest, I went to three chiroses, and I don't go, or is it kairos I or kairi, <laughs> whatever the plural form of kairos is. I um and uh I don't remember what my fourth was for any of them. I remember making a new one every time, but I don't remember what it was. So, so much for living the fourth.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember making any specific promises either, but I don't remember anything ever. Um, yeah, living the fourth. I just feel like that could also be a dangerous message for someone who just did not have a good time on gyros. like if they had a terrible time. And there
1: were those people. I mean, I know, um, I think in a couple of different situations, some people got sent home um oh shit yeah so
0: um they did not get to live the fourth they only got to live the second
1: (laughs) exactly um and I think it's intended to be a four-day retreat but or maybe yeah I want to say it's intended to be a four-day retreat but we
0: got three not four
1: there was there wasn't room in the budget for the fourth day
0: (laughs) so what if the fourth day was meant to be like my breakthrough day like (laughs) like I could have cried on the fourth day but we just didn't make it to the fourth day of the retreat. There wasn't
1: enough money in the budget to break Sam. (laughs) Uh, uh. Yeah. I mean, I think overall, I, I, I think themes from that I took from it was definitely just, you know, trying to be a, a kinder person. Um, and I, I I don't know. I, I don't, I can't, I can't really think of what uh, other than that, what my goal was. I I don't know. It's definitely not that it's not something I live by or like hold dearly. But I think that over time, I've grown to, um, to really try to achieve certain qualities in my character that I carry out, which is like compassion, understanding, um, definitely still caring and um, tolerance. So I, you know, so I think that there have just been different moments of growth in my life and those are the things that I've taken on as the fourth if you would say but I really can't remember anything specifically with Kairos.
0: Yeah that's great and I think the overall message of Kairos is just to like be chill to each other. (laughs) Be chill man be totally chill. Just be chill to each other and that's that's a great life lesson. Yeah, and I
1: think that um, just kind of bringing it back to the the film that we were mentioning earlier, um, that has a very extreme depiction of Kairos. Um, I, there was a quote in that film that I felt kind of resonated with how all Kairoses, Kairoses, how all, how all of the Kairos, plural Kairos um, ended. <laughs> And it was, no one knows what they're doing more than the rest of us. We're all trying to figure shit out. And I completely agree. And I think that's kind of where we end with Kairos. It's kind of trying to just, you know, be tolerant towards others, not knowing what everyone's story is. So just being, you know, walking throughout life uh, or walking through life with kindness and understanding and, you know, also being kind to yourself, I think is kind of a theme. And um, and it, it was it ended up being a safe space for some people and I know for the most part things that were set on Kairos stayed within Kairos um, but unfortunately sometimes like the friendships made on Kairos didn't always translate to friendships in real life. I think that applied more so for like the the Kairos in November simply because you know you you went back to school, yeah, things were like um, kumbaya for a while and then, winter break happened and then you came back to high school and it was the same thing, right? But I think that there were definitely more romanticized feelings um, in the spring chiro's, because, you know, you come back and then you're only with these people for a couple more weeks and then you graduate and uh, so there's definitely, it's a little bit more like touchy-feely there. Um, At least that's kind of the way I see it. How about you, Sam?
0: Oh yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, Yeah, I don't know, like the cynic in me is thinking that the friendships, the like some of the new friendships made on Kairos are very sensationalized just because, you know, it's like what you're supposed to be doing. You know, ten out of ten Kairos friendships are probably not gonna make it. But I still think like you know you're not gonna treat those people, you know, unkindly. I mean, if anything, you learned more about them and you can understand their situations a little bit better. So, I mean, even if you're not best friends at the end of Kairos and at the end of the school year, you still, you know, you're gonna remember that person and be like, hey, we had a cool time on this retreat.
1: Yeah, and I think that uh, adding to to that, um, our friendship was one of the ones that made it through and got stronger with Kairos. Um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that we're, we're still going strong, Sam. <laughs> we're living the fourth. We are. You were my fourth, Sam.
0: <laughs> um,
1: me. Uh, what's it called? You know how one of your nicknames in high school was uh, Sam Star Wars? Yep. Um, and you know how like everyone's like, oh, happy fourth. So that was my fourth. You were my fourth, Sam. <laughs>
0: yeah. So my, my last name, for those of you that don't know. Um, Ooh, do you want to share that? Well, no, but it sounds a lot like Star okay. Wars. Um, so people called me Star Wars in high school. And then actually one of my Kairos letters was just um, a vertical piece of loose leaf that somebody just scrawled Star Wars in huge letters across the entire page. <laughs> <laughs> they just signed their name and it was really great. There you go.
1: Sam a Star Wars. Um, so I, I think that just to add to the fourth, um, I want to like share a journal entry that I had for one of the journaling activities, and the theme of this one was who I am, and um, I think it's pretty great how it starts off. Okay, here we go. So far, I really don't know who I am. I don't think I'll ever will know. All I know is who I want to be.
0: <laughs> oh, Rob, it's cute. It's nice. Yeah.
1: But it's funny because I, I feel that, you know, 10 years later, I still don't know who I am. Um, and I still don't know about other. No, you know, it's it's a, it's a work in progress, Sam. I'm a work in progress. Um, but I do want to highlight that it does say that, you know, I want to be more confident and it's something that I'm working on. Um, and I don't want to bring myself down and that I want to bring my be my own happiness so I just want to say to 18-year-old Josie, you achieved it. You are you are very confident, and you strive to be in the best place you can be, and you are courageous and you don't bring yourself down. Um, so I'm I'm proud of your growth. 17 or 18-year-old Josie, you've done well so far. You still don't know who you are, but you've done well. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, Um, if you could say something to your 18-year-old self now, Sam, on this Kairos experience. Okay, how about this? We're on the night of opening the letters, and all of a sudden, you see one that says, don't freak out when you open this one. And it's a letter from your current self to baby 18-year-old Sam on Kairos, and she hasn't cried yet. What would you say to yourself?
0: Oh, man. Okay. We can keep it brief. We can keep it brief. <laughs> All right. Here's what I would say. Dear 18-year-old Sam, you think shit's crazy so far? You haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Wait till 2012. <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna get any better. Just kidding. No, it got better. Everything got better. Until 2012. I mean,
1: Until 2012. <laughs> were... Exactly. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> If I could choose one Cairo song now, it would be We Didn't Start the Fire.
0: (laughs) Yeah, or I would just say, like, dear 18-year-old Sam, buckle up. (laughs) Keep your hands inside the vehicle. (laughs) And then I'd be like, P.S., you're going to do a really cool podcast with Josie.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll stay friends with Josie. It'll be like, look up. You see that girl over there sitting by the corner? (laughs) I just knew where you were sitting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's going to end up being your friend. You guys are going to be the bestest of friends and you're going to start a podcast and talk about this moment in a couple of years. Boom. Yes. Oh my God. So that's great. I love that. <laughs> I love that for us.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I think that's a good spot to leave off. Um, if you have anything that you want to share with us about your Kairos experience, Um, you can feel free to email us our email address is don't remind me sj at gmail.com if you have a special memory that you want to share with us we would love to hear from you especially if we run kairos together
1: yeah and if you never had a kairos experience I hope we didn't really overwhelm you with any of it and you know scar you through this process (laughs) um Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think there were definitely challenges if if it's still happening. I mean, obviously with COVID, I don't think this is uh, something that schools are still practicing. Um, But I would recommend for people to have trained professionals on site for people who would like to have um, or for people who want to have more difficult conversations and um, or want to work through a couple of things. For sure absolutely. Yeah, but for right now, we are gonna say, go live your fourth, whatever that may be, but
0: go live your fourth. Live your fourth. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.